0: Welcome, welcome to
1: sort of a story.
0: I'm Janie. I'm Max, and we are here to tell each other some stories. And also, you are here. And that's on how to intro from the masterclass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. So just a sponsor plug, real quick. Uh, masterclass has episodes available. <laughs> <laughs> can we get sued for pretending we're sponsored? <laughs>
0: I hope so. Okay, well, come... Fucking come for me, Masterclass. What are you going to come for? The money you don't pay us? (laughs) Woo, you can't fire us. We quit. (laughs) Masterclass, give us money. (laughs) Look at all this free advertising.
1: I know, for all of our listeners.
0: (laughs) All of you guys. Anyway. Hey,
1: hey, Casper, reach out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we want a, a paranormal experience. You're talking about the mattress. Yeah, yeah, same. Me too. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) this week we're gonna tell some fun stories. I say we just get into it. Hell yeah. Awesome. And I'm gonna go first. You're gonna go first. (laughs) Okay, so this week, Max, you and I have switched. Yes? Yes, in that I have absolutely zero notes except for one little post-it that I wrote down a quote on, and you printed out something
1: I did. I printed out my story because uh, it has a lot of really good quotes. But also, I always have a lot of notes. Okay, but she handwrites
0: them. Yes. I print mine out every time. And this week, none. Except for one handwritten thing. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that story is... Adam and Eve. I'm kidding. <laughs> we're going biblical. I'm going to tell you why I am now a creationist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you uh, If you were to do of... that, I would go fully Old Testament on your ass. <laughs> Adam and Eve is the Old Testament. So uh, I you would go, go fuck Old Testament.
1: Out. Here's another. You story. You would murder me or uh, like Caden commit adultery. I would
0: murder you, my brother. <laughs> we're gonna. This is a Bible
1: podcast now.
0: Welcome to the Word of God. Not this Sort of the Bible, <laughs> sort of the Word of God. <laughs> we should do an episode called "Sort of the Bible," where we do our best from memory. Oh God, from our slightly oh, religious childhoods, <laughs> where we paraphrase oh, biblical God. stories.
1: Uh. Anyway,
0: um, my mom would hate that.
1: Yeah, I uh, had a brief period when I was a kid where I wanted to be a pastor mm-hmm. um, for like six months. <laughs> I wanted to be
0: a nun so bad. I thought it sounded rad. Um, I was right. <laughs> just hanging out with honestly your girls. Honestly, it's more
1: appealing now than it did then, but um, you just hang out with your girls. Uh, but uh, I wanted to be a pastor for a little while, and so I was like aggressively into Sunday school, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and we had these like quizzes in Sunday school where they were like, hey, if you can name all the books of the Bible, we'll give you a free Bible.
0: Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Sign so, me up for this competition. I need a free Bible, baby.
1: Yeah, so I, like, tried my very best to memorize all the books of the Bible. And there are a lot. It's just a lot of people's names, primarily. Yeah. And the other thing is that I'm awful with names.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I So it's, like, John Paul...
0: Ringo. Ringo. (laughs) And Star. I don't remember it. George. George. I don't know the Beatles. They're not the Bible. (laughs) Um, You just started with the gospel. (laughs) That's the easiest one to remember.
1: Yeah, but I would get them all mixed up and then I would forget some. So I'd be like, and the book
0: of Stephen.
1: (laughs) The book of... Personally, <laughs> I can't and tell
0: you. And they were you. like, that's not right. We know that that's not right. <laughs> I can't tell you how many of my, and this is serious, I'm not religious anymore, um, but I had so many hard nights in high school, everybody has a hard time, where the book of Stephen really got <laughs> 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 <You threw> it. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting up reading the book of Stephen.
1: favorite passage in the Bible is from, uh, Stephen 7-11. Oh my god!
0: (laughs) Stephen (laughs) 7-11! Praise (laughs) me! And it says, uh, go with them to the corner. (laughs) Go to the corner. And think it's about what youth did. (laughs) Think about what youth did. (laughs)
1: Um, two you know,
0: <laughs> straight minutes of us <laughs> laughing hoarsely <laughs> at the book of Stephen. <laughs> this is sort of the book of Stephen. <laughs> to be honest, like, neither of us have studied the book of Stephen <laughs> in years. <laughs> Which is why Max was turned down when she applied to be a pastor last week. <laughs> but also, join uh, our the <laughs> church. <laughs> the church of Stephen. <laughs>
1: And I got all this laughing
0: legitimately, I'm going to be coughing for the whole rest of this episode. I know. <laughs> Look at your inhaler, you fucking nerd. I don't have an h- inhaler anymore. And I won't use that one because Alex spit <laughs> in it. <the> <laughs> oh, no. Alex has been having these massive asthma attacks, which I, we think is a long COVID yeah. symptom. But he used my inhaler and I specifically, it was like watching a little kid drink from your water. <laughs> You know yeah. where they like put it in their mouth and they like, ah, like they never close their mouth so all the water just falls back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, yep. it was expired and anyway. He was dying. Straight up <laughs> dying. Like we thought he was gonna die. Yeah. Uh, yes. He can have it. I just will be coughing on the <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, I can give you CPR if it gets really bad. Thank you so much. I don't know so if that would help, but I could try. I think if you're playing Sort of the Story Bingo, which it's early to have bingo cards, <laughs> but if you are playing Sort of the Story Bingo, you have mentioned that you are CPR certified. <laughs> really? More than once on this podcast. I'm not. <laughs> I'm Red
1: Cross babysitter, emergency
0: (laughs) health certified from when I was twelve. So
1: it's like writing everyone. Don't
0: ask me to perform CPR (laughs) really quick. When I was in, (laughs) we might have to cut all this. But when I was in Vietnam, I was traveling with my friend Dan, and. Uh, he's from Wales and he always like, cause I spoke Chinese and he didn't speak Chinese. He like refused to learn. In fact, in China, he got really good at Korean and I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I was like, man, why though? Like, why are, you, why are you studying that and not the survival language you need here? But I fell asleep on this train and I woke up because this lady started to scream on our train, in our oh. train car. And she started screaming, like, help, please, somebody help. And so I kind of woke up. Dan woke up and, like, shook me the rest awake. He's like, wait, Janie, something's happening. And a man that she had been sitting next to had started to have a heart attack. And it was, like, a really dramatic thing. This man's on the floor and groaning. And this woman is, like, screaming for help. And Dan starts to lift me out of my seat. He's like, oh, my God, go help. And I'm like, I'm not a doctor. And he's like, no, you know CPR. And I was like, I... I don't. (laughs) And he was like, and he, the look we gave each other, there was just a long look where he was like, you don't know CPR? And I was like, no. Why would you know CPR? When have I ever claimed to have known CPR? And he was like, well. That's a dangerous thing to claim. I just assumed you, you don't know CPR. And I was like, why did you think I knew CPR? He's like, huh, I don't know. But then like, they were speaking in Vietnamese and then he got curious and he, and then I realized why he thought I knew CPR. (laughs) From his point of view, mm-hmm. is because as they were like a bunch of like people came in, they're all Vietnamese, and they start like talking to each other in Vietnamese, and they're trying to get him up, and he's going, "What are they saying?" And I was like, "I don't know Vietnamese either." <laughs> And Dan thought that I was the most capable human in the world, which is a huge compliment. He thought that you were fucking James Bond. But he also, like, kept trying to force me up out of my seat. Like, you're not allowed to shirk your responsibilities, Janie. Like, if I give him CPR, his heart will explode. I know, not much, but I know you shouldn't maybe, like, sit on somebody's heart while they're having a heart attack. All right. A story. Sorry. Here's the story I'm about to tell you. Max, I'm going to need you to stop going on tangents. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> We're going to talk Rumpelstiltskin today. I know. And I specifically, <laughs> I specifically do not need notes for this, because it's just wild enough that I'll never forget a single detail. <laughs> Have you read specifically the story? Like, actually read the story front to back as an adult? No. It's not anything like you remember it being. Uh, and I'm excited to tell you about it. So. Hell yes. This is what it's all about, folks. Yeah. Sharing and caring and CPR Steering certifying babies. everybody over a podcast. <laughs> you are technically CPR certified now. Mm-hmm. Go forth and pump. So. This is your first and only lesson in CPR. <laughs> you don't need anything else. <sighs> Sponsored by Casper Mattresses. <laughs> enough support
1: that you can perform cbr on them <laughs> they Jasper. will become a ghost uh, go to our website sort of the storycpr.com cprcertification.sortofthestory.org uh, yeah, uh, built by squarespace <laughs> oh my um, god squarespace is a one site platform. building platform
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they love us and want us to tell you that you are medically certified to do anything you want now <laughs> squarespace <laughs> we're your family <laughs>
1: Squarespace We killed your family and we're your family now Learn how on
0: Masterclass.com Learn how to kill your family as well We already killed them but if you Okay Learn how to kill our family And then we'll give you a mattress But joke's on you You're our family Squarespace Kill yourself
1: Squarespace, it's the Casper of Masterclass.
0: (laughs) Okay, listen, we can't keep doing this.
1: We have to, it's how we get paid. (laughs) (laughs)
0: We're 13 minutes in and we haven't said anything. All right, get to it. Rumple that silk skin. <laughs> I'm gonna rumple your silk skin. Don't <laughs> 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 threaten <laughs> me with a good time. weirdly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> okay, once there was a miller. Okay, he was very poor, but he had an audience with the king somehow. The king was like, he, <laughs> the king put out a wrap to all the peasants and said spend eat lunch with the king and this miller won all right so he's at the table with the king and they're drinking and the king is like really not interested in him at all he's like just clearly trying to get through this weird raffle lunch that he threw and the miller is like drinking more and more and it's like i need to do something to impress the king otherwise i'm gonna have no stories to tell when i go back to the other millers and so he goes uh hey you want to know something interesting He's like what? He's like I have this daughter and she's beautiful. And the king's like sure and poor, so (laughs) gross. And he's like yeah. Also she's poor, which is gross. I agree, but um she can spin straw into gold. And the king like perks up like really. And he's like yeah, straight into gold. She's so good at spinning like literally all straw turns into gold. Don't know how she does it. She's like pretty magical. That's pretty interesting, right? And he's like yeah, that is interesting. And he's like. So you would, like, invite me back? And he's like, I would definitely invite your daughter over. And he's like, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Great. I'll let her know. And he's like, cool. Yeah, let her know. And so the miller goes home and he fetches his daughter, who's, like, really poor (laughs) and trying her hardest just to live her goddamn life. And she gets dragged by her dad back to the castle and dragged into, like, a random room in the castle and it's filled with straw. So she gets in there and she's like, what the hell is happening here? And in the middle, there's a spinning wheel. And the king comes in and is like, hey, spin all this straw into gold. And sh- this is the first she is hearing about this. <laughs> and so I can only assume <laughs> she starts to laugh. It's like, ha good one. And he's like, and if you don't, by morning, have all of this straw spun into gold. If there's even one little like straw stick <laughs> of straw. Uh, He says, I'm going to execute you in front of everyone. And then he waves goodbye. (laughs) He says, I heard you, partner. For the crime of your dad is a liar. (laughs) For the crime of your dad lying. And then he uh, closes the door and locks it. And now she's just alone in a room full of straw (laughs) with a spinning wheel. And I also assume, like, I guess the story is implying that she must know how to spin. But, like, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be funny if she also didn't know how to do that? She's like, I'm a miller. I don't use a spinning wheel <laughs> like I do something with water maybe I don't know
1: I also a part of the story that I'm realizing I didn't understand when I was a kid was that also you don't make you don't like spin any kind of thread or wool or anything out of straw
0: No straw why did he choose straw So the miller's daughter is sitting alone in this room and she starts to cry <laughs> she's looking Short. at the sun going down and she's like A, this is too much straw. Even if this could be spun into anything, it's too much. Like, even if I taught myself how to spin really quickly and managed to do anything, I would still have so much straw left because it's a whole room full of straw. And I only have a night to do this. And so she starts crying. And then she does one of the most relatable things any character in any fairy tale has ever done. She's like, this sucks. I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) And then she goes to sleep. This happens in a lot of stories, and I really like it. Yeah. Where people are
1: like, this is too
0: much. I'm, 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 I'm just gonna it. quickly <laughs> take a nap. I gotta recharge. <laughs> take
1: it take a nap right here?
0: <laughs> like, right. her brain just straight up shut down. And I've been there, and I get you, girl. I see yeah. you. So, she opens her eyes, because she <clears> hears, <throat> like, a clicking, and, like, a, like, boots. And so she opens her eyes, and she finds herself staring at a tiny little man. And he's, like, kind of, like, looking at her, and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, Sleeping? And he's like, well, why are you in here? (laughs) She was like, okay, well, my dad lied to the king in a really weird, specific way. And now if I don't (laughs) spin all this straw into gold, I'm going to get executed. And he's like, oh, that sucks. Wow. So, like, if I could do it, let's hypothetically say I could do it. She's like, who are you? And he's like, not important. If I could do it, what would you give me? Like, what kind of present would I get as this, like, helpful little man who has no ulterior motives. And she's like, <laughs> well, I don't have much. And then she looks down and she's wearing a necklace that her mom gave her. And she's like, you could have this necklace, I guess. Uh, my mom is dead and this is all I have of hers. But I also would like to live. So, like, if you can do it, necklace is yours. And he's like, uh, okay. And so he takes the necklace and he gets on the spinning wheel and then he starts to spin the straw into gold. And he does it really fast. He fills up one bobbin and then he replaces it. gives the other one. And by the time morning comes, she goes back to sleep. Because, <laughs> again... Yeah she got nothing to do. She might as well sleep some more. Yeah. All of the straw has been turned into gold. So she wakes up. The little man is gone. The king is opening the door and he gasps and he's like, that's amazing. What? And so he takes all of the gold and he gives it to his like servants. And he's like, cool, go turn that into economy. <laughs> and he looks at it and he goes, go make a finance about it. <laughs> and so then he's like, stocks and bonds right now. <laughs> <laughs> we know, bear market, bull market, blue line, fires the in the black <laughs> right now <laughs> so as he's doing this very professional accounting thing uh, cause you know he's the king and he knows the stuff he grabs her arm and he brings her to another room and he's like I'm very impressed with you and she's like thank you so much your majesty, well it's been great and he's like it has and then he throws her into another room that's bigger and filled with twice as much straw and he's like now turn this into gold and she's like but don't you have enough gold? You told me I just had to do it that one time. (laughs) He's like, no, you have to do it now. And guess what? I'm so impressed with what you did last night. Honestly, like, I didn't think you're going to be able to do that. I thought your dad was a liar. And I'm just so impressed. You're really talented. So this time, if you spin all of the straw into gold... I'm not going to murder you. And she's like, what? He's like, yeah, if you don't do it, I'm going to murder you. You'll be executed. And she's like, so the same rules apply, <laughs> even though I've given you all that gold? And he's like, yeah, yeah, prepare to be executed. Anyway, bye. Then <laughs> he closes the door. Kisses. And so she looks around, and she's, like, devastated. She's like, I, for all he knows, she hasn't slept yet. He just, like, puts her in the room again, and it's like, no breaks yeah. for you. She's like, I'm hungry. I've been eating straw all day. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like, a cow. And so um, she starts to cry, and she takes another nap, like a stress nap. And when she wakes up, the little man is back, right? And he's like, so you're in another room now? And she's like, I know. And he's like, "Twice as much straw? It's insane. And she's like, I know. <laughs> How do you keep getting in here? <laughs> this is amazing. And he's like, so, like, what would you give me if I did this one? I'll do this one for you. You know I can. And she's like, well, the only thing I have left is this ring on my finger. And... It was my mom's, like, wedding ring or something like that. She was like, so you can... So that wasn't all that she had left of her mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm making up the... I don't know where the ring came from. I'm going to guess it was an engagement ring. Maybe her mom gave her the ring as a present, but then her mom died and she took her mom's (laughs) wedding ring, so it wasn't a gift for her. Hmm. Anyway. She's like, you can have this ring off my finger. If you do all this stuff. And he's like, oh, you got a deal, babe. And then he, like, grabs the ring and she's like, don't call me babe. <laughs> and that's a quote. The Grimm brothers were weird. Yeah, and
1: then he's like, I'm sorry, that was, I stepped over a line. That was my bad. Then they had,
0: like, a brief discussion about appropriate workplace performance and how to treat your coworkers. And they watched, like, a Sabre video. And they were like, great, uh, we understand. And he's like, yes. Then they do a nice, timely handshake. And then he gets to work, spinning the straw for <laughs> He does it all. She she takes another little nap. She wakes up. All of it's done. The king walks in the next morning, and he's like, "Wow, even more gold. Take that, accountants." And <laughs> and then he's like, "And also t- take the gold." <laughs> and they take it away. go turned into an economy. <laughs> so, I'm having a meltdown at
1: the same time. So he's taking this <laughs> spun gold, and he's going to a different room. Mm-hmm that is locked, and it's <laughs> full of accountants. And he's bringing them this spun goal, and he's like, quick, turn this into an economy. And they're like, we don't know how to do that from inside of this locked room. And he's like, well, if you don't have it done before morning, you're going to be
0: executed. This episode brought to you by H&R Block. <laughs> Where we do your taxes or else. <laughs> so the king then takes her, and he's like, honestly, you're so impressive. And he takes her to a third room, and she's looking at him like, Are you just going to murder me? Is that what's going to happen? Like, are you just going to murder me? And he's like, no, listen, I am impressed. He's like, this is the last time I'm going to ask you to do this, okay? I feel like three is a really nice number. We're going to do it three times. If you can spin all of this into gold, which is like three times as much as there was the first time, like, she's like, Jesus Christ, this is so much. Mm -hmm. Straw, How? where are you getting all this straw? Like, are there a bunch of hungry animals out there? (laughs) It's like, starving to the, this has to be all the straw the kingdom has. And he's, like, if you can turn all of this straw into gold, not only will I not murder you, but also, you get to marry me! Ah! And then, like, he, like, celebrates, and he's, like, you're so lucky! And she's, like, I would hate that. Like, he has, what? like, a little confetti cannon, and he's just, like,
1: pew! Yeah, like, all the, the accountants, accountants come start
0: to step dance. Yeah, they all have little
1: kazoos. <laughs> yeah, they're
0: all holding briefcases, which is really strange, <laughs>
1: Anyway. It's really hard to hold a briefcase and to play the kazoo and line dance, but they killed it. <laughs> Honestly, they should have been working on the economy instead of doing that, because they're just definitely gonna die. But yeah, the choreography get straight was straight up
0: executed because he doesn't want to marry a single one of them. And so he's like, I get you get to marry me. Wow, so lucky. Anyway, good luck. And then he leaves. And she's like That's the worst deal I've ever heard. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) And so she's in this room, and then she just sits down and she waits. She's like, honestly, the little man's probably going to come back. But then she's, like, thinking, and she's like, I have literally nothing left. The only things I had was my necklace and my ring. And now I have nothing. And so she starts panicking. And so when the little man does show up, he's like, hey, so you have to do it a third time. What will you give me? She starts crying. She's like, I don't have anything. I, like, there's nothing left. (laughs) And he's like, okay, well... Uh, I'll see you later. Then <laughs> he starts to leave, and she's like, "Oh my god, are you really gonna let me get murdered?" Like he thinks I can do this. He's gonna kill me. And he, the little man's like, "Well, that's not really my problem. Like this is a nothing's for free. Like you think I'm a slave? I'm not a slave. I I work for money." Go <laughs> that and she's like, "I guess you can keep some of the gold." And he's like, "The gold that I made. Wow, thank you." <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god." And so he watches her cry for a bit, and he's like, "Okay, here's the thing. I will make another deal with you, if you promise me your firstborn child." with the king. So you're going to get married at the end of this. If you have a baby, I take the baby. And she's like, "What if we don't have a baby?" And he's like, "Well, then I guess you're off the hook, stupid." And she's like, "Fuck." Okay. Um
1: I would really like it if instead of this, yeah. she was like, "I don't have anything. I have nothing left." And then he was like, "What will you give me?" And she was like, "The king's hand in marriage." <laughs> oh,
0: and he was like, "He his eyes turn into hearts. Yeah, <laughs> he floats in the air a little bit like a cartoon. Honestly, power couple. Power couple.
1: The king and also a guy who makes gold. A the tiny economy, life.
0: unstoppable. Obviously, the king only cares about the gold. Like I feel like he would be okay with this union. Like, yeah. it's not like he's like, wow, you're the most beautiful poor Miller's daughter I've ever seen. He's like, I, you could be a lump. <laughs>
1: tiny little man with fancy little boots
0: and I would still marry you. anyway I couldn't think of anything after a lump, a lump. <laughs> just be a lump That's I'd true. marry you talented lump you be so he's like uh so do we have a deal and she's like I really don't want to die um Yeah, okay, we have a deal. And so they shake hands, and he's like, great. And he spins all the straw into gold. So the next morning, the king's like, wow, and now for your reward. She's like, ew. And so they get married. And then about a year later, they have a baby, right? And Mm -hmm. she's kind of forgotten about the deal. She's stupid. (laughs) she got a bad memory. She sleeps so much, and yet her brain does not repair itself at that time. So she is uh, taking care of her baby, and then one day... She turns around, she's in the baby's nursery, she's holding her new baby boy, and she turns around, and she sees the little man is in the middle of the room, and he's watching her. And she's like, oh my god, how'd you get in here? And he's like, so I'm here to collect my, my payment. I'm here to take your baby. And he reaches out his arms, and she's like, you, you can't have him. And she's, and he's like, oh, yes I can. Mm-hmm. I absolutely can, you shook on it, that's binding, that's my baby, now hand him over. And she's like, well, I don't, and so she's looking around, and she, she starts offering him everything. She's like, you know, I have money now, you could just take... All the money I have. And he's like, I don't want your money. And she's like, take all of the jewels. You can literally have all of the jewels in the kingdom. Like, I will deal with my husband. You can take my life. You can have anything. You can't have this baby. And he's like, no, I want my payment that we agreed on. That is binding. So uh hand him over. And so she starts to, what?
1: Honestly, good for him. As an independent contractor <laughs>
0: and, like, being you know he's firm like, in your race. He's clearly got a small business.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and a lot of people think that freelancers kind of you know the rates are just made up and that they can make do with less but honestly most people are she just was barely like, scraping by so I feel like being like yeah uh well this is the terms of our contract and we can't change it is like honestly a really good business practice and I'm proud of him for standing
0: up for himself and his business. He might have accepted her offer of like lots and lots of money if the first thing she said wasn't I'll tell everyone that you can spin straw into gold isn't the exposure worth it? <laughs> 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 it's free effort. And then after that, he's like, I'm not even going to compromise with you anymore. Yeah,
1: you can list me as a reference oh, if God. you want. I'm
0: the queen. <laughs> You're nobody without me. Anyway, we're on his side. Um, but he tries to take the baby. <laughs> and she starts to scream and cry and weep and just fall on the floor. And she is, like, so hysterical that he stops. And he's like, all right, here, listen, this is a rare moment of mercy for me. But I'm going to give you a chance to win back your son. And she's like, okay. And he's like, you have three days. I'll come back every night, and if you can guess my name, then you can keep your son. And she's like, "That's that's it." And he's like, "Yeah, if you can guess my name, you can keep your son. That's it's literally that easy." So think on it tonight, and I'll be back tomorrow for our uh, first day of playing this game.
1: Also, the fact that he did all this shit for her and she doesn't even know his name again she didn't even feels ask. like a small business thing where you're like. <laughs> Hey, uh I want you to do a commission but I can't pay you uh but I'll plug you on all my social channels and it's like what's my name? What's my name?
0: <laughs> what what are you going to at bitch? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Just do you even know who I am or what I do? <laughs>
0: you don't even care about my small business. Exactly. You only care about what I can do for you for free. Uh. Anyway, so he exactly. leaves, And so she calls her servant in that night. Like, she has the servant that she really trusts, and they get along really well. Also, they mentioned he's a boy. And I really hate it when people are like, boys and girls can't be friends. But I think they're banging. Anyway, so. I hope they're banging. That's it. I just think that, I like. I the king, and I hope. The king sucks. I think guy. this servant is a hot man. It's never said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think he's a hot man. And I think that he's the real father of this baby.
1: Yeah, I'm picturing um, a guy, like a cartoon chef. Like, he has the little, like, mushroom shaped hat and mm-hmm. the apron and everything, but also it's Joe
0: Megan Yellow. Okay, wh- <laughs> Oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be a servant. Like, he's like, he wouldn't be a he's, he's just, just always like, holding a woodsman. spatula for some reason. Oh my god, he's always shirtless wearing an apron. Yeah,
1: and, like, covered in flour, like, all over his face, and you just want to, like, wipe it off. We with just your watched
0: mouth. the horrible series The Woman in the House Across the Street from The Girl in the Window. And I'm imagining now, uh, sexy Rexy, that oh, guy. God. It's I love him. him. So much. He's the only good part of that show. True. We can talk about that another day. That's so I'm imagining. So she goes. She see. She and him sit down, and all night long, they make a list of every name they can think of, right? And so, and she's like, you know, I hope this is it. And he's like, hey, it's going to be okay. This, his name has to be on this list. Like it's every name you and I can think of. Well, it's going to be okay. We'll figure it out. And so the next day, the little man comes back, and so he's like, did you guess my name? And she's like, yes. Uh, I have a a list. I'm going to read them to you. And he's like, okay, yeah, go down the list. And so she's like, is your name Balthazar? And he's like, Balthazar? And then she's like, is your name Stephen? (laughs) And he's like, like the Bible? Ringo? (laughs) Like the Bible? So... So the first name she decides is <laughs> Balthazar. Then she asks if his name is Casper. That's in the book.
1: <laughs> Casper Madris,
0: sponsored by <laughs> and he's like, "Nope. It's not Casper." And he just he just like he's listening to her list the names. He spends all night with her. He's like, "I'm in no rush. You give me in as many names as you want to." And she's every time she gets it wrong, she's like, "Is your name Milkyor? which is another <laughs> name that she puts out. And he just responds with, "That's not my name." That's uh... not First name milk your last name Cow, <laughs> and, and he's like, "That's a really insulting." She's like, "Is your name Mr. Bend Over?"
1: Is it Seymour? <laughs>
0: so she goes through all like the joke names that she has put onto every uh, sign up. She's
1: like, "She's like, are you a woman with one leg?" And he's like, "No." And she's like, "If you were,
0: maybe your name would be Eileen." <laughs> He's like, you know my she name be Eileen the list, anyway. <laughs> I- the list
1: of names that she has is just like one of those books of dad jokes. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> uh, why did your name cross the road?
0: <laughs> like stop it. Don't you want to keep your son? <laughs> and
1: she's like, I don't know. I think I'm ready to I'm not ready to be a dad. These jokes are beyond me.
0: <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> So, I had a boss, by the way, in another weird sidebar, in this already long sidebar that we've just randomly taken, mm-hmm. but I had a boss who overheard me and another girl saying that we were we hated our last names. My last name is Robidoux. I really like it now, but it's not like an easy name for people to pronounce, mm-hmm. and they always get it wrong, and all this stuff, and she goes, hey, girls, I'm gonna need you to never complain about your names again, okay? And she, like, clearly was a bit testy, and we're like, what's wrong? And she goes look at my name. She's like, just say my first and last name together. Now, her name was Anita and we were like, great. Oh, we never put it together. Her last name was Wiener. (laughs) Anita Wiener. (laughs) Um, Anyway, that's not his name either. (laughs) Her name isn't Anita Wiener. (laughs) She also married into that name. Oh, God. I was like, why? did you just keep no matter, your last name? No matter how much I loved someone, I would not never marry them if that was the, the <laughs> consequence. It's not worth it. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> That's uh, what that song's about. Incidentally, my name is Max
1: Higgins, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been going by Max for about... Eight years before I realized what's wrong with it, um, I was on the phone with uh, a customer service person and they were like, all right, and what's the name on the account? And I was like, Max Higgins. And he just paused for a second and he went, Mexicans? He's <laughs> like, no, Max Higgins. Sir, and he was like, please. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, are you
0: saying Mexicans? Is that your name? no sir why would you think that (laughs) so she goes (laughs) down her whole list of names right
1: uh real quick while we're still on the sidebar uh the miller i'm picturing nick miller from new girl (laughs) specifically where he's just at this table and it's like a weird silence and he's like my daughter she can um make a gold with straw
0: (laughs) and he's like holding a straw in his hand He's drinking I, from a gold cup and he, he's like drinking. and his his pockets are full of straw. <laughs> he,
1: like there's a flashback to earlier and he was like <laughs> talking to someone, and they were like, Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> when you go see the king. And he's gonna be like, What if they don't have straws? What if I need a drink but they don't have straws? Then I make a weird slurping and say, I gotta bring some straws. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's drinking straws. Yeah. Um, he's like, she can make a g- g- gold. He has, like, straws. his whole back is just covered in lines sweat. <laughs> yep. Okay, watch New Girl. <laughs> watch New Girl. Honestly, just do that. Also, Guys, what are you doing? Get Your words are so hard. Go re-watch New Girl. Also watch Letter Kitty, uh, Anita Dick. So, he leaves, right? He That night, he's like, listen, you didn't guess my name. You have two more nights. Good luck. And he winks and he leaves. And she's like, I wish you'd stop winking at me. We already covered this in the, <laughs> in the seminar. We're just harassing seminar. Yeah. But... He leaves. And so she cries to her servant. All, like, she's like, I just can't believe it. Like a whole day is wasted. We thought of every name. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go look up. Don't worry. I'm going to go talk to the other servants. I'm going to go through the whole castle. I'm going to figure out this name. And so he makes everybody in the castle. This is why I think that he's into her. Because he's just mm-hmm. hot as hit. Like, sh- shit. He uh, is capable. So he goes around to every single servant. And he's like, make a list of every name you know. Like, literally, your name. Make the weirdest names you can think of. Like, your weird uncle who everybody, like doesn't talk about, make the list. And so then he brings her all those names, and they're fucking weird. (laughs) She's like, what is this? And he's like, it's our best chance, okay? All of the names that we already came up with aren't his name. And she's like, okay. So he comes back. I feel like this would be much more
1: difficult today, because people would list like their cat's names. Yeah. It would be like, motorcycle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pierogi. Sock. (laughs) Is your name Motherfucker? <laughs> is it Bodie <Boaty> McBoatface? <laughs> so she goes through all of these names. She's like, is your name Scramble Bumps? <laughs> he's like, what? Mr. Wiggis? <laughs> <laughs> is your name Doop? <laughs> he's like, are you scatting?
1: <laughs> <laughs> is your name, um, famed 90s pop band Weedus?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, so she goes through all the really weird names, right? She's like, "Is your name Humperdinger?" <laughs> He's like, "No." And so, but after everyone, he just says, "That's not my name." And then sometimes I assume he says, "That's not a name." <laughs> You're like wrong. Double
1: quarter pounder from McDonald's. That's not a name. <laughs> Is
0: your name, Arby's. Where's the beef? <laughs> it's not we.
1: It's we have the meats. <laughs> We've talked about this all the time. I talk about we have the meats all the time. We phrases and it's
0: Arby's, we have the meats. Max, also, it's not, it has to be where's the beef. It's, it's where's not the beef. where's the beef. Arby's <laughs> catchphrase. If I'm right, you owe me your first words. <laughs> it's we have the meats. What did I say? Okay, hold on. <laughs> you said where's the beef. Where's the, is that Ballpark Park
1: Frank? I don't know. I feel like that's something you shouldn't ask if you're selling meat.
0: Where's the beef is a catchphrase in the U.S. and Canada introduced as a slogan for Wendy's. Wendy's is... Don't they only sell Frosties? (laughs) What
1: the fuck? I feel like if you are selling someone a beef, if you're like, hey, you want a cheeseburger? And they're like, yeah, I would like a cheeseburger. And they're like, all right, where's the beef? You have to bring and your own like, beef. I thought you would know where oh my the God, beef wait, was. You were trying to sell me a burger, and you don't
0: know where the beef is. I'm sorry. And you're like, yeah, um,
1: if we knew where the beef was, uh, we wouldn't be making
0: cheeseburgers. Uh, I didn't realize this is a BYOB situation. Bring <laughs> <laughs> the- your own beef. I so just... she goes down the list. He's like, That's not my name. We're moving on. <laughs> she's okay. like, That's not my name. Uh, and he's like, You have one more day. Good luck, lady. And then he leaves. And so then the next day, she's crying and crying to her servant. And he's like, Don't worry. I'm going to protect our baby. <laughs> Nobody knows it's ours. I'm writing the Wattpad version of Brumple Still Skin is real steamy. <laughs> uh, the baby's also wearing a mushroom shape. Yeah. Chef's oh my set. God, he came out wearing angels. He has a baby and the to king that is, says "Mom" in a heart, and the king is like, "Ah, uh, he has my eyes and your mushroom hair, <laughs> your silly little hat. That's cute. <laughs> is that run on your dad's side or your mom's? Like, Definitely my mom's. Um, yeah. so yeah, my dad is Nick Miller from the show New Girl." <laughs> Uh, okay, so he's like, I'm gonna go, he's like, I'm gonna go to the next town, and I'm going to figure out everybody in the town's name. And so that's what he does. He leaves, and he's like, you keep making lists, okay? Go to take a nap. I know that you'd stress out and have to sleep. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I got this. So he leaves, and he walks through the forest runs to the forest. He goes to the town and he goes door to door and he gets a list of everybody's names. He's like, we're doing this. And as he's walking back hours later, uh, with his like long list of names, he starts walking to the forest and he hears something really weird. And he runs back, he checks it out and then he's like, I got it. And he runs back to the castle and he pulls the queen into a room. They make out just a little. And then she's like, yeah, they're in a room closet and they're like, we don't have time for this. What did you find out? And he's like, you sexy little thing. But he's like, he's like, I was walking through the forest on my way back, running. I wasn't walking. I was running as fast as I can. And then I... was super sweaty and she's like, stop. (laughs) And he's like, later. (laughs) Um, He like, they hear somebody walking past and he like, puts his really large hand over her mouth. (laughs) He's like, shh. And then the person shuffles past and he's like, anyway. (sighs) I'm just gonna write a book. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, 100%. Go. Uh, find me under my pen name Nora Roberts <laughs> So Nora robert <laughs> Nora robert Is what you just said Yes So <laughs> What did Robert do
1: <laughs> Hey girl <laughs> What the <hell> Robert
0: do <laughs> This episode's gonna be Nine hours long So <laughs> the story isn't that long <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> they're in the closet, being really steamy, and he says, so I was walking through the forest, and I, like, smelled smoke, right? And so he's like, he's like, that was really weird. So he kind of followed the smell, he's like, somebody's out here. And then he comes across, he comes over, like, a hill, and he peeks over, and he sees this little house in the middle of the forest, and he's looking at this little house like, who can live in there? It's so small. And then he sees... In front of the house, there is a bonfire somebody has made, and there's this little man, and he's dancing around the fire, and he's singing a song I think we all know. Tonight, tonight, my plans I make. Tomorrow, tomorrow, the baby I take. The queen will never win the game, for Rumpelstiltskin is my name. La 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 la. (laughs) Then he dances around the fire. You Uh, know, like, whenever you're, like, alone, and you just sing little ditties about your own name? (laughs) That's what he's doing.
1: I do that. Uh, also, I feel like the tone of that it needs to be more like, be prepared from the Lion King.
0: Tonight, tonight. Yeah, but the plans I make now. I'm just and then there's doing, like, like organ in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tonight, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually singing it to the tune of Oh, Canada. <laughs>
1: Uh, we call this song Tonight Tonight, Parentheses, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Plans that I will make.
0: What's the fucking, the brothers who are all in a band and they're Mormons? The Brothers Grimm. Nope. <laughs> Hanson. No. Uh, You're the New, Brandon Sons Flowers of... and the Killers. Sons no. of Anarchy. <laughs> no. Mumford and Sons. <laughs> they're not Mormon, they're Irish. <laughs> <laughs> you can be both, <laughs> Jeannie. No, they're Mormon or something. You're gonna have to fucking prove it to me.
1: I will gladly. <laughs> anyway, later, <do> it later, <laughs> later. <laughs> but in a sexy way. <laughs> I-, I will prove to you that Mumford and Sons are Mormon in a sexy
0: way later. I can't wait. It will <laughs> be for the... in the closet. <laughs> can't wait for that one guy that works at Fanfiction.net <laughs> to write this up. This fanfiction where we have a threesome with Ripple Silkskin. <laughs> <laughs> it's group sex. Ripple Silkskin and Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Actually not Mumford, he's married. Sorry, just the sons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mumford's sons. The sons of Mumford. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> so, he's like, I saw this little man in front of a little house <coughs> dancing around a little fire singing a little song about his name. It's Rumble <laughs> And she's like, what a weird name. And he's like, I know. I feel like we were weirdly close with Scrumple Bumps. <laughs> she was like, we were. That wasn't out. He laughed at me as if that was a weird name. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin, not that far off. So then they make out just a little. And uh, he's like, to be continued. And then he like runs out to go take a nap. Because mm-hmm. he's been doing all the legwork of <laughs> this. Yes. So that night, she's sitting in her baby's nursery. And she turns around and she sees the little man is has very quietly appeared in the room, and he's looking at her, and he's like, do you know my name? And she's like, I have some guesses. And he's like, this is your last chance, so, uh, yeah, give me your guesses. And so she stops, and she thinks, and she goes, is your name Jack? And he's like, (laughs) how did it take you this long to guess that? Specifically, the last night, she does the normal name. (laughs) She's like, is your name Tom? (laughs) how about John Smith? <laughs> he's like, it took you so long to get to these very common names. And so she gives him a couple and he's getting more and more to life. His like grin is getting bigger. His eyes are sparkling. He's like, that's not my name. And she goes, okay, is your name? Oh, I don't know. Something like Rumpelstiltskin. And he's like, Gasp. and so he looks at her and everything changes. And he goes, the devil told you. And she's like, no, he didn't. And she's like, and he's like, the devil told you, the devil told you. And he just starts to fucking scream, the devil told you. And he's throwing this tantrum. He's being very emotional. I don't think he's fit to leave. He's just very hysterical. I don't trust him. You mm-hmm. know, around like our nuclear codes. <laughs> this is actually a smear campaign <laughs> because Rumpelstiltskin's running for president. So <laughs> he uh, is throwing this tantrum. Rumpel, and and then on the next line. And skip. Oh, no, but president and vice president. Yeah, love it.
1: He's the same guy, but when he's to the vice president, he wears a
0: little hat. Yeah, um, and everyone's fooled. His vice president was going to be the baby. <laughs> he just needed a running mate. Vice president baby, <laughs> and she ruined it. <laughs> and so, um, as he's like, have like throwing this tantrum and screaming, "The devil told you!" He stomps his little foot so hard. It breaks through the floor, and his huh. whole leg just gets fucking. St- stuck to the floor, right? And she's like, oh my god, like, he split apart the whole castle, like, the grounds opened up and he's still screaming. And then, still in a rage and maybe not noticing that his leg up to the waist has been just, like, completely, like, sunk into the earth that has cracked open, uh, he then screams bloody murder and he takes his other legs, his right legs in the ground, he takes his left leg and he yanks up on it and rips himself in half, hot dog style. (laughs) I hate it when that happens. And they all live happily ever after. Also, the baby definitely just saw that. Yeah, and now as a serial that baby grew up to be Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know that the story ended with him ripping himself in half long ways.
1: Also, I feel like if the earth opened up and swallowed his leg, I would start to
0: be like... Maybe the devil did tell it. Like I would
1: start to be suspicious of my hot lover.
0: <gasps> oh my god! Where okay, he's actually but the that devil. Make it hotter yes. that he's the devil.
1: Yeah. Oh my god! Somebody so write this. Uh, he takes off the chef's hat, and they're like teeny tiny little
0: devil horns underneath. No,
1: that's why horns. he always
0: wears the chef's hat. Big horns. They're big. <laughs> yeah, that's why.
1: Yeah, but they're still like mushroom chef hat shaped. <laughs> and weirdly enough, there's
0: still a little rat in there. <laughs> he holds onto the horns, directs them where to go. And that rat can fuck, <laughs> oh guys i saw, I, uh, I saw a jeep like a like a jeep jeep with like no doors and it had a it had a bumper sticker on it that said this tahoe fucks." And I think about it every day. I love it. It's my favorite thing. I called Max. I was like down the street from our house and I called her to tell her about it because I was afraid I would forget.
1: Mm -hmm. And then I went to Florida for like a day and a half to visit my mom. And I, anytime I saw a fun bumper sticker, I would just call JD and be like, hey, guess what what I just saw. I just saw a really shitty beat up car with just a regular sticker of a piece of pizza on it. (laughs) Not a bumper sticker, just like off of a sheet of stickers. Like from a child. A big
0: melty piece of pizza on the back uh, bumper. So good. So that's Rumpelstiltskin. I looked up what it means. Rumpelstiltskin, with the ch, is German, and it literally translates to "little rattle stilt." Mm. And a Rumpelstilts is a goblin. Sometimes it is called a pop art. <laughs> a pop art. <laughs> the Rumpelstilts is a goblin or a pop art, and uh, it makes noises by rattling posts and stuff. And it's mm. also uh, considered like a type of poltergeist. Ooh! So that's what he was. A little poltergeist who uh, wants to steal babies.
1: Read uh, Neil Gaiman's short story, uh, Click Clack the Rattlebag. It's a horror short story and it's terrifying. Cool. That's, That's it. really good. That's sort of the story. That's sort of the story. That was it. God.
0: That was sort of a lot of tangents. So That was sort of a lot and I really loved it. Yeah. I had a great time. You want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Alrighty. Uh, so, my story today is another classic from a uh, melodramatic icon, uh, Hans Christian Andersen. Oh my uh, god, hell yeah. Yes. Uh, hyped about it. We had an episode, uh, our classic fairy tales episode, um, I did... Episode 10 was Max's. Yes, um, I did uh, The Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen, and uh, just... To recap, uh, Hans Christian Andersen uh, had a really tough life. He was bullied a lot as a kid. He literally wrote The Ugly Duckling about <laughs> himself. And uh, but he was he became a uh, singer for a little while in like an opera. Um, and uh, he was then, a soprano,
0: right? Like he was. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Um,
1: he got teased a bunch as a kid for uh, having a high pitched voice, and then he became a like op- opera soprano and was super successful. I also, as I was. Looking this up, I I was looking up this story, and I was like, I wonder if this has any, like, (laughs) I'll spoil it a little bit. This story feels like it is casting shade on someone specifically, and I (laughs) wanted to know who. Um, And (laughs) so I was trying to find it. Couldn't find anything about who this is about, uh, but it is, like very clearly about a specific person but as i was looking it up i was googling things about hans christian Andersen, and uh some of the google suggestions were um was hans christian Andersen real and <laughs> um, and then uh was hans christian Andersen?" it was some like stupid like o- like automatically uh generated question or something like that yeah and then the third question was uh why did hans christian Andersen carry a rope and I was like, why
0: did he? I didn't know that he did, but why did he? This sounds like the setup <clears throat> to a joke. Yes. Why did he cross the road? <laughs> Great question. To Christian Andersen to the other side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I found this article on mental floss called Seven Surprising Facts About Hans Christian Andersen. Love it. Fact number five. Hans Christian Andersen was terrified of being buried alive. Oh, Verbatim from this mental floss article here. Anderson had a lot of phobias. He was afraid of dogs. He didn't eat pork because he worried he would contract uh, tri- trichinella, a parasite that can be found in pigs. He also kept a long rope in his luggage while traveling in case he needed to escape a fire. He even feared he would accidentally be declared dead and buried alive, so of before course. bed each night, he propped up a note that read, I only appear to be dead. Oh my god, <laughs> wait, I love that! I know! Every night going to sleep,
0: putting up a little card that says... I only appear to be dead. I'm going to make a sign and clip it to my shirt every time I go on a plane. (laughs) I only appear to be be dead. Don't worry. Not dead. (laughs) Um, I also really like
1: like that he kept a rope in his luggage in case there was a fire where he was going. Because he would use the rope to get out of the house. He used it to fight the fire. (laughs) Like, how is that the best? I I love the anxiety uh, because I get it. But also, such a weird conclusion to come to where it's like, okay, what if I go to this place and, like, there's a fire and I don't know how to get out because I didn't read the fire thing. I guess I could just read the fire thing, but what if I didn't, you know, because I, you know, maybe I just... I should just bring something just in case there's a fire in this place that I haven't been to. So like what? what I can't bring like a bunch of water because I can't put that in my luggage or a fi- fire extinguishers don't exist yet. So <laughs> I don't know. I guess I would just need to get out of the fire. So I should bring a, a key to the room that I'm in, but also I would already have that. And like, what if it jams? And like, what if the doorknob doesn't work? It's like, you know what? So, I'll just whip the fire with this. Water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there would have to be a window. I'll only stay in places with windows from Aww. now on. And then I will go out the window using a rope. But that <laughs> means I have to have a rope. So I will
0: bring a rope with me in my luggage. <laughs> You do feel really, I feel really bad for him. Like, that's so much anxiety to have, you know? Like, oh, that's not, no, that's just me. Him like, not being able to sleep unless he has his sign. And, like, him carrying, like, these are, like, not just, like, oh, he's quirky. It's, like, that's everyday things that probably got in the way of a lot of shit.
1: Yeah, it's like a Nikola Tesla who was uh, terrified of women's jewelry but specifically pearl earrings if he saw a woman wearing pearl earrings he would throw up why he just something Ugh. about it he hated hmm. there's a lot of stuff about nikola tesla <laughs> just like he's, the imag- he's just had a lot i going really on. like
0: the the image of him walking down the street a really nice lady like <laughs> smiling at him and nodding and him projectile vomiting on her that couldn't happen
1: because he never left his house mm. he was terrified of the outside world <laughs>
0: Oh, well, that will So he would him. never
1: be walking down this tree. I'm but saying. he would absolutely throw up if he saw a woman. Aww. <laughs>
0: oh. well, I like him.
1: Good. So that's just some stuff about Hans Christian Andersen. Um, another thing about Hans Christian Andersen is that he... His literary idol was Charles Dickens, and mm-hmm. they happened to be contemporaries. So he met Charles Dickens at an event, and then they had a... Um, uh, a friendship that they uh, maintained by sending letters back and forth for years and years and years. And then uh, at some point, uh, Hans Christian Andersen just decided to go visit Charles Dickens for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And Charles Dickens was like, yeah, man, come on down. Come stay in my house. It'll be great. And then uh, Hans Christian Andersen extended his stay to five weeks and apparently was just the absolute worst the whole time. Ooh. He... Again, from this uh, Mental flaws article, on his first morning there, Anderson proclaimed that it was a Danish custom for one of the sons of the household to shave their male guest. Oh, no, sir.
0: <laughs> uh, sir.
1: Which the family was not okay with, so they set him up with a local barber, and he uh, good wasn't happy about it. But then also, um, while he was staying at their house, the, the article says, Anderson was also prone to tantrums, at one point throwing himself face down on the lawn and sobbing after reading a particularly bad review of one of his books.
0: Jesus. I love the idea of a
1: house guest coming to your house and then like reading the newspaper and being like, what? And then like busting through the door and like breaking a bunch of shit and just throwing
0: themselves face down the lawn and sobbing. It was <laughs> kind like, of hilarious. Hey buddy, how's it going? Right. But at that point they were probably like just so tired of his shit. Also though, I am so happy to hear that <laughs> Hans Christian Andersen was like, no, one of your sons has to shave me. How old were the sons? You know, like, that's fucking suspicious. I love that they were like, no, none of our kids are going to do that. You can go with a professional.
1: I imagine that they were probably adults, but yes. Gross. Uh, also it's though, still gross. The article doesn't make it clear whether or not that actually was a Danish custom. or It was just like, <laughs> shave me. <laughs> it's not no, shave <laughs>
0: me. And not on my face. And they're like, where? <laughs> <laughs> what? And then He's that like, I'm really I hairy
1: toe knuckles. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> just shave my
0: toes. Little known
1: <laughs> fact, Hans Christian Andersen had uh, hobbit feet.
0: They were <laughs> as wide as they were long. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, all right. So this story that I am telling today, uh, Hans Christian Andersen's The Beetle. Uh, if you don't like bugs or frogs,
0: <laughs> get out of here. It's what got a lot of bugs. doing here? This, yeah. this podcast might as well be called Bugs and Frogs. Yeah. There's lots of bugs in this one, so. Just and frogs. <laughs> frogs. Go ahead. I'm excited. There are only I love couple both of, of those
1: things. Yeah. All right, so, once upon a time, mm-hmm. there was an emperor, and the emperor had a horse, and the horse was the hottest horse of all time. Oh. <laughs> this horse was, like, just from moment one, was, like, immaculately, like, clean and brushed. Um, it had this long, like, veil of a mane that was just always, like, perfectly silky smooth, like, pantene ad horse hair. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a super hot horse. And it was also great at being a horse. It was the emperor's horse, and it would ride with him into battle, and it would never startle, and it would just, never scared of anything. Like, he, the king would be, like, or the emperor would be, like, shot at with bullets, and the horse would not even react. It would just go where he was going. It was the best horse.
0: I'm imagining that this horse is, I, was, I just looked it up, is an Ak- Akal Tikis uh they're the ones that they literally shine go look them up it's a k h a l t e k e and i couldn't remember the names of the letters but they shine literally (laughs) like shine like shimmer uh because they don't have a like the core of their hair follicles is clear so you can literally see right through their hair follicles which means that like all of the light bounces straight through them and so they like look like they're just like glistening like water it's like they're the most beautiful horses in the whole world yeah they're that's a hot horse it's a, this is a hot horse but i'm imagining that yeah this is what that's also is. what i
1: was imagining i, I didn't awesome. look it up so thank you for looking that up yeah. but this is a hot horse yes um just like perfect hair perfect mane per- great in battle great strategic mind for a horse like <laughs> to things before the emperor even can and everything and it's great so this horse is so good that the king has him shod with golden horseshoes mm. which is you know yeah. Cool with him, I guess. <laughs> um, meanwhile, there was a beetle. Okay. The beetle lived in the stable. The
0: hottest beetle you've ever seen. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: a dung beetle. Um, oh, okay.
0: Which, also, dung beetles get a lot of shit.
1: <laughs> but they are very pretty. I
0: Golf clap.
1: Yeah, I collect uh, taxidermy beetles, uh, which is a weird, just a weird thing about me. We'll post a picture on the thing, I guess. Uh, but uh, dung beetles are fine. I like them. Um <laughs> So there was a doug beetle, lived in the stable with the horse. So the, the smith, um, the blacksmith, came to the horse's stable to shoe this horse mm-hmm. with golden horseshoes. And he, you know, put all the horseshoes on. And then this beetle walks up to the smith and, like, sits down and, like, yeah. stretches all its legs out. And it's like, all right, well, <laughs> now it's my turn. What? And the smith, the smith says, and what do you want? And the beetle says, "Golden shoes, to be sure." <laughs> and the Smith says, "Why, you must be out of your senses! You want golden shoes too?" And the beetle's like, "Yeah, I golden shoes certainly. Am I not as good as that big creature over there that is waited on and brushed and has meat and drink put before him? Don't I belong in the royal stable?" Ooh, this is an entitled bug.
0: <laughs> I love um, it. I love it. Girl boss, gaslight, gatekeep. Yeah, beetle.
1: <laughs> That's this whole story. Yeah. the uh, And the smith is like, you have to understand, right, that there's a reason why this horse gets golden horseshoes and you don't get golden shoes. <laughs> and the beetle is like, under, verbatim, understand? I understand that it is a personal insult to me. It is done to annoy me. And so I am going into the world to seek my fortune. Oh. <laughs> okay. And the smith is like, okay, have fun. <laughs> Good luck. And then the beetle goes... You're rude and then walks out. <laughs> okay. This is all I am not exaggerating. Most of that is directly quoted from this story. This is this <laughs> is a not really a weird we This is this beetle is like uh How dare you. What the fuck do you mean I can't have golden shoes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also live in this barn. What's the prerequisite? The king has to sit on me? Bring him out. I don't care. <laughs>
1: So the beetle goes out, right, to mm-hmm. seek his fortune. Um, he flies a little ways, and then he gets to this garden, this beautiful flower garden that's outside of the stable. And it has, like, lavender and roses and everything. And it's it's also just a beautiful day out. Um, like, the sun is shining, um, and this, like, a oh, gentle breeze is blowing, so you can smell the, the roses and the lavender and the lilac just throughout this garden um it's beautiful Mm -hmm. and there are all these little ladybugs that are on all of the leaves um just sort of sunning themselves um with their their little their little uh ladybird wings spread and everything like that in the sun and all the ladybirds are talking to each other ladybirds ladybugs same thing oh okay yeah yeah ladybirds and is the english term for ladybug
0: cute ours makes more sense but cute Neither a lady nor a bird. I mean, no, we could have been calling Ladybird Johnson, Ladybug Johnson, this whole time. I don't know who that is, so it's, I wouldn't have been. Uh, President Johnson's wife. Oh, yeah, it's so cute. Yeah, I know she's a little ladybug. I know. Okay, oh, good. I love it.
1: So he he gets to this garden and he sees all of these ladybirds, and all of the ladybirds are like, "Wow, isn't this a beautiful day? Don't you just love to be here in this beautiful garden <laughs> on this beautiful day?" And the beetle. <laughs> Peter's <laughs> like, well, frankly, um, I'm comfortable with finer things, like a dung heap. That would be better <laughs> than this to me, but I guess if you're happy with this, then, you know, live your truth. And the ladybirds are like, okay. <laughs> we literally didn't, didn't ask, ask you. you. We were talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and so they just kind of, like, look at him, and he's like, anyways, I'm leaving. And they're like, okay. Oh, Okay, <laughs> I love <the> song. <laughs> and so then he walks away. Yeah, um, and he uh, walks until he, he reaches like the shadow of the chimney uh, on the the king's house. Yeah. and um, in the shadow of the chimney, um, it's a little bit damp uh, because the dew from the night before hasn't been burned off by the sun yet in this little shadow. And in this shadow of the chimney, he sees a caterpillar. And the caterpillar is sitting on a a blade of grass Mm -hmm. and sees the beetle coming. And he says, "Ah, isn't this beautiful? You know, isn't this just so beautiful to have this, this comfortable spot? You know, I'm sitting here on this blade of grass. It's awesome. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. And you know what? Quote. And when I go to sleep, and die, as they call it, I will wake up as a butterfly with beautiful wings to fly with.
0: Nice attitude. Yeah. I like this caterpillar. It only looks like I am dead. I'm actually going to become a butterfly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, isn't this great? And you know, someday I'm going to be a butterfly and I'll be able to fly and I'll be able to enjoy even more of this beautiful day. (laughs) And the beetle is like, um, okay, you're a caterpillar, right? So you can't. Fly. That's not something that you can just do.
0: Uh, (laughs) I can
1: fly. I'm a beetle. Uh, (laughs) You can't fly. That's not for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my And he says, even the horse, even the emperor's horse in the stable, does not have such illusions of grandeur as you. How, like, you're crazy to think that you could ever fly. God. And the caterpillar's like, okay, but I am going to. And the beetle's like, you know what? I'll show you flying, and he like flies away, and he's like, "I have met this beetle on the internet." <laughs> yes, like I'm saying, this is yeah. p- definitely specifically someone that Hans Christian Andersen met, and was like, "Oh, it's fuck like this of fucking crit- bug." <laughs> one of the
0: critiques, like the critics of his book. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's the book critic that got stood
0: out onto the lawn and scream. <laughs> and then he wrote about this shitty little beetle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, he, the b- beetle's like, "I'll show you flying," and he flies away,
0: and the caterpillar's like. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, thanks for stopping in, you dick. (laughs) Who the fuck was that
1: guy? (laughs) So he flies off, and he uh, gets to a part of the lawn, and he decides to take a nap, because he's had a very difficult day of being rude to everyone. (laughs) So he goes and he takes a nap on the lawn, and while he's sleeping, um, it rains. And so he wakes up and it's raining and he tries to fly away, but his wings are too wet. And then he tries to burrow underground to wait out the storm, but it's too slippery with mud. So he just keeps slipping and sliding everywhere. So he just sits and pouts until the rain is done. (laughs) Um, And once the rain finally stops, he dries off his wings and he like wipes all of the water out of his little bug eyes. (laughs) And he sees as the clouds are starting to clear that there is this sheet of linen that is out to bleach in the sun, hanging on a clothesline. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's wet obviously from the rain, but he's like, well, that's better than I guess be- being stuck in the mud. Yeah. Uh, Cause he like was starting to not be able to get out of the mud. So he goes and he flies up into the linen and he tucks himself into a little, um, a little fold in the linen. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I mean, it's wet and it's like cold, which isn't great. Uh, Two stars. he <laughs> reads a really
0: nasty Yelp I don't review. recommend this Airbnb
1: uh, that is just a sheet. Um, so, he sort of hangs out in this linen for a little while and, like, is, like, bitching. And he's like, I don't like the toilet paper that they use here. It just seems cheap, you know? It's not the kind of thing you skimp on. <laughs>
0: also, my bed smelled like dog. And I'm not saying there was a dog in there, but I definitely was, like, sneezing a bit.
1: Yeah, so... so so he's hanging out this linen sheet and he looks up and he sees that there are two frogs that are also on the linen sheet uh and they are described their bright eyes shined with pleasure oh they loved him they love they love this sheet oh um, they're they're like oh, sorry this linen sheet this is, is our favorite amazing. hotel <laughs> they're like they're like this is almost as good as like being in a wet ditch it's like I feel like I'm about to like start swimming
0: with my little frog feet. <laughs> I want, I want somebody to leave a review on our podcast. This is this is almost as good as swimming in a wet ditch.
1: <laughs> They're like I my little frog legs are about to start kicking because I feel like I'm Aww. swimming. I this is an amazing sheet. I'm so comfortable. This is like there's no place in the world right now that is besides a wet ditch that is better than being <laughs> on this wet sheet after the rain. <laughs> Oh, God, I love them. Um, And they're, like, their eyes are just shining and they're, like, wiggling around on this sheet because they're so happy and comfy. And the beetle's like, well, have you even been to the emperor's stable? Because it's, like, it's, like, a little bit wet in there, right? But also it's warm, which is, like, so much better. Like, you have to try it. Like, you have to go there. It's so good. Like, like, I've been there, like, a bunch of times. It's, like, my house. But, like, um, you have to try it because this is shit. Um, this is stupid, and if you like it, you're stupid, so you should go check out the stables. (laughs) And they're like, cool, yeah, we'll definitely do that. And he's like, anyways, you know, if I could, I would, like, take the environment of the stable wherever I go, because I just hate the weather here, but, you know, like, I can't, like, travel and also have that weather always. Uh, But if I could, I would. And they're like, cool. And he's like, anyways... Speaking of, do you know of any good, like, dung heaps around here that I can hang out in? Because I really need to unwind. And they're like, no, we're frogs. We don't like dung
0: heaps. Uh, We only like wet ditches.
1: (laughs) And the uh, beetle says, well, I'm never one to ask a question twice. Which he's asked everyone along the way. He's like, this isn't as good as a dung heap. Uh, So they make a point... Hans Christian Andersen writes in the story, he says, I never ask a question twice, said the beetle, after he had already asked this one three times without receiving an answer.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck you, beetle. Hans Christian Andersen hates this fucking bug. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hilarious burn on uh, whoever he's writing about. Yeah, so
1: he's like, fine, I guess I'll just look for myself. And so he keeps his trekking across the lawn, and he gets to this broken piece of pottery, like a, a like a plant pot that had smashed and that someone had missed a piece when they were cleaning up. And underneath of this uh, pot, there are a family or a a colony of earwigs. Um, And this is just all specifically the earwig moms are all hanging out under this piece of pottery. Oh my God, a mom group. Yeah. And they're all gossiping about how great their sons are. And like each and every one of them is like, my son, who is an earwig, is Great. And so the first mom is like, my son is doing so well. He just got engaged to a very pretty earwig. <laughs> and he has aspirations. He uh hopes to someday become a priest's earwig. He's gonna get into a priest's ear, which you know is just so noble of him, and I'm so proud that he like has a calling. Um and then the second one's like, Oh, that's amazing! Like, that's so good for your son. My son. From literally moment one, like he came out of his egg and <laughs> he started traveling. He loves to travel. He's been all over. Like he is has just uh, the story says he he is gonna, he travels so much he's just gonna travel his horns off.
0: Oh, really they're so cute. Um,
1: and <laughs> they see the beetle come in and they're like, "Mr. Beetle, hi, how's it going?" And they, it says that they recognize him by his horny coat, which is like. His little like wings, they yeah. have like horns on them, which is so cute. And they're like Mr. Beetle. Isn't it amazing to travel? Like it's so good for you. And he's like, Oh my god, travel is amazing. I did this study abroad. <laughs> um, and so they're all like, oh, We're so proud of our sons. This is the best. And then one of them is like, I actually, my my sons are both very little still, um, and like they're so good. Like one of them gets a little bit fussy sometimes because she he has like an upset stomach sometimes. A colicky. But aside a from earwig. that, yeah. But aside from that, like they are the best behaved earwigs in the entire. World. And they're so cute. And she like pulls out like her little earwig <laughs> wallet and she has little baby pictures in it. And the Beatles like anyways, back to me and what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> I was just wondering if you knew of a good dung heap around here. And they're like, Oh, let me think. And they meanwhile, they're using their little, um their little pinchers. Yeah. And he comes in, and they immediately start like brushing out his beard and everything. Aww. Which uh, they're like giving, like, I, I'm picturing a barber shop basically where they're like, well, my son. And Aww. they start like brushing yeah. his beard out and trimming it and everything with their little pinchers. <laughs> and they're like, well, I heard about a little dung heap that was across the road in that ditch over there but it's so far away like I hope my son who travels never goes that far away because I would just die if he was like that <laughs> far away from me I don't know what I would do with myself and the beetle was like cool thanks so much and then leaves yeah specifically without like saying goodbye or thank you or anything oh <laughs> um, yeah. yeah and so he leaves and he goes uh, across the road and he goes into this ditch, right? Yeah. And he finally gets to this dung pile. And he's like, oh my god, thank god. <laughs> <laughs> I needed this. And so he gets into the dung pile. And there are a bunch of other dung beetles there. Um, and they're like, Mr. Beetle, hi, how's it going? You must know if- him? I guess. No, oh, cool. <laughs> or not really. Um, they're just like, hey, it's a beetle. Respectful. Like, we're beetles. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh my god, how's it going? Like, he must have had such a long trip. And he... He says, you have no idea the day that I have had... He said, "I've been exposed to the rain. I've had to lie upon linen, and being clean is the th- is a thing that greatly exhausts me. I also have pains in one of my wings from standing in a draft under a fragment of pottery. It re- is really quite refreshing to be among one's companions once more." So he's just bitching. He's like, "Oh my god, it was raining, you guys, and then like these rude earwigs like invited me into this pottery that was like too small, and it was like,
0: i like, just like, it's in. super
1: weird." <laughs> Um, and he's just bitching, and these beetles are like, "You must have come from someplace really far away. That's amazing." And he's like, "Yes, I come from someplace very high up. Have you heard of um the Emperor's stable?" And they're like, "Oh my God, you're like famous." <laughs> um, and I
0: came from Hollywood. <laughs> he
1: says, "I came from the Emperor's stable, stable where I was born with golden shoes on my feet."
0: Oh, you liar! Oh, you liar!
1: <laughs> I am traveling on a secret mission. A lie. Liar. <laughs> you must not ask me any questions as I can't betray my secret. A lie. <laughs> this guy sucks. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm kind of a big deal. I'm like, here on like a secret thing and like, don't even ask about it because I can't tell you. But it's like secret and it's it's super cool, but I can't tell you about it. If they it.
0: just stop talking, he'll tell them another lie. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, for sure. And they're like, that's amazing. That's so cool. And there are these three uh, like lady dung beetles. The dung
0: beetettes. yeah. <laughs>
1: the beetles. Oh. <laughs> uh there are these three like lady dung beetles who are all Beatesses. yeah he's been mostly talking to the older woman who is their their mother yeah um so there are these three dung beetle sisters who are kind of over there and they're like oh my god he's famous and they're like no, tittering no. to each other
0: and and no girls no <laughs> yeah
1: and the oldest one says perhaps you come from a muck heap and he's like yes a muck heap in the emperor's stable it was so cool. And she's like, that's so cool. Can you tell us about it? And he's like, no. It's a secret. <laughs> and they're like, mysterious. And they, like, giggle to themselves.
0: Mysterious.
1: Um, and then the mother beetle says, don't spoil my girls and don't talk to them, please, unless you have serious intentions. So she's like, don't flirt with them for no reason. Like, yeah. They've got lives to lead. And you Not should leave Shut
0: up, Mr. Beetle.
1: And then immediately after... But of course your intentions are serious, and therefore I give you my blessing. No!
0: No, Mom,
1: no! (laughs) She's like, don't even flirt with them unless you're in it for marriage, but you clearly are, so go ahead. Flirt
0: away, Mr. Beetle. I do. You have my blessing. Yes. I'm worried about them.
1: Yeah, and so he marries one of the beetle ladies. Um, and they have this big feast and, uh, her, her family pays for everything and all the Beatles come to the Dung Heap and have a great time. And it's like a huge
0: party. This little earwig that wants to be a pastor, does he officiate the wedding? I hope so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he gets married to this Dung beatess. Um, and you know, after the party's over and everything, he, they're like, okay, so like we need to eat. You have to get a job, I guess, because you're my husband. Yeah. And this that's kind of the deal a little bit. And he's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what did you think? And and she's like, Yeah, I mean you have to like do like husbandy things now. And he's like, Uh-huh, sure. And then he goes outside and he has this little thing with himself where he's like, I've been tricked, I've been fooled, I've been trapped into this marriage, and I do not want to be here, and I cannot <laughs> believe that these people that I trusted enough to marry would to do work? this to me. And they lied and they tricked me and I can't believe it. So I'm going to swindle them right back because it's what they deserve.
0: They didn't swindle you. <laughs>
1: and then he leaves. Oh,
0: no, he just abandons her. Yeah.
1: And then like a couple of days go by and it becomes clear that he's not coming back. And also Beatles don't live for very long. So she's like kind of like, oh, maybe he died. <laughs> but he like abandons her. And uh, at a certain point, her mom is like, he's not coming back. What an asshole. Like yeah. I gave him my blessing to marry my daughter and he just left? Like, what a fucking deadbeat. Uh, and she, like, lays a curse upon him. She's like, Fie upon <laughs> devil flame upon the bug that did day, this to my beautiful daughter. the
0: next dung heap he lay on taste like roses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fie on the villain who forsook her, is what the mother says, uh. Good. And there's, like, lightning, probably. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't go anywhere. But he, does, he isn't a cursed. A bug zapper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wish he was cursed.
1: I also wish he was cursed. So, and she basically gives her daughter a pass to be like, all right, well, you're unmarried again. I'm just, yeah, we're annul. just gonna, yeah, I'm annulling this for you, so don't worry about it. Good. So, meanwhile, the beetle, he gets back across the ditch on a little cabbage leaf. Um, he, like, sails across the ditch, and he gets back <laughs> up to where the road is. Mm-hmm. And as he gets to the road, there are two scholars that are walking by, Um, And they see the beetle and they pick him up. And one of them says, (laughs) uh, one of them says, Allah sees the black beetle in the black stone and in the black rock. Is that not written in the Quran? Oh, Um, And the other one is like, "Mm, very smart. Yes, mm -hmm, absolutely. And then he says like the Latin name of the beetle. And he's like, this is a specimen of blah, 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 which is native (laughs) to blah and schma and blah. (laughs) And the beetle's like, yes, I am very special. And then they're like, this is an excellent specimen. We should bring this back to the lab. Oh, no. And the beetle's like, we should what? And then he like (laughs) flies away. He's like, fuck this. And they're like, oh, man. No, (laughs)
0: we should have put him in a box. (laughs) <laughs> we have been have just been holding him expecting him not to fly away
1: <laughs> so he flies away and he escapes to uh, he sees that there's a window that's like open a crack Yeah. Um, and so he goes in through the window and he ends up in a greenhouse huh. and it's like you know hot and moist and there are all these beautiful tropical plants in it mm-hmm. in like you know like bright reds and golds and white and everything and like beautiful green leaves everywhere and he's yeah. like this is awesome better this is than a place- dung heap yeah then. he's like the earth here is super moist and it's warm and look at all these plants they're gonna be so delicious when they rot um and so he's like this is like there have to be other beetles in here because this is like the best place for a beetle to be um and i i've got to get in with the good beetles so he starts like looking around for other beetles that he can hang out with as he's looking around though uh he suddenly picked up again by um oh no i'm sorry before this he yeah. he is like i i'm going to have to find these beetles that live here so that i can get in on this good stuff but before that i'm going to take a nap because i need my beauty sleep
0: <laughs> honestly he's um, had a big day
1: <laughs> and so he goes and he takes a nap and as he naps he dreams that the emperor's horse trips and breaks its leg and so on it because th- its shoes are too heavy <laughs> gold, gold is, is very heavy white.
0: oh it is yeah oh okay never mind well um, then he's just a fucking idiot <laughs>
1: Yeah, so he has this dream that the emperor's horse trips and breaks its leg, and then it's on its deathbed. It's about to be murdered for being maimed. Um, Rude! Yeah, that's what happens to horses, I guess. That um, So the horse is on its deathbed, and the beetle is like, hey, buddy. <laughs> and the horse is like, beetle, my dearest friend who I've definitely met before and give a shit about. <laughs> I want to bequeath unto you oh. my four golden horseshoes. Oh. Also, there will be t- two more are on the way for you because I know that you have six legs. Oh. <laughs> and the beetle's like, oh, that's too much. Thank you so much. You are so- you have such a kind heart. And that horse is like, absolutely. Anytime for you. You're the best. Like, I just wish I could be more like you. And I wish I had more time to know you better because you're amazing. And the beetle's oh like, oh, my
0: God, stop. What?
1: <laughs> Me? No. And so the beetle wakes up from this dream and is like, that was a good dream. I loved that dream about a dying horse. <laughs> Specifically, it says, he thought, what a pleasant dream that was about the dying horse and the golden shoes he had oh received. Oh my God, he's so <laughs>
0: selfish. <laughs> I know.
1: So he wakes up from this dream and he's like... Yes, I do deserve that. And so in this very entitled mood, he goes and he walks. Around, he starts walking around the greenhouse looking for these beetles that probably live here. And he's picked up again by the gardener's son and his friend. And they're two little boys. And Uh-oh. they're like, yes, and what we have here is a sailor. Oh. And he's like, what's a sailor? <laughs> um, and they get this broken old wooden shoe. And they put a stick into a hole in the sole so that it sticks straight up. Yeah. Right. And they they basically make a ship. Yeah. And then they put him in the ship, and they take a, a woolen thread and they lash him to the mast. <gasps> um, oh. And then they go to the uh, a huge lake by mm-hmm. his uh, perspective. This like ocean that's Aww. nearby. <laughs> so they go to this lake and they put the boat with the beetle on the lake and they, like, sail him around and, like, the current takes him and then they, like, follow along and they, like, splash after him and bring him back to shore and then mm-hmm. he goes back out again and everything. Meanwhile, this beetle is, like, struggling to get out of it and he's like, let me go! <laughs> what the hell? What things happen to good beetles! Yes. Yeah. He's like, I did nothing to anyone. I'm literally the nicest person you've ever met and you're being <laughs> so mean right now. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> these boys are playing with this beetle and then the gardener calls them back and they're like one second and they keep playing with the beetle and he's like now and they're like okay and they run off and they go back to the greenhouse and they leave the beetle in a boat on the water yeah and the current starts to pull him out towards the middle of the water and he's struggling and he can't get free of this thread that's tying him to the mast of the ship a fly comes up to him Mm -hmm. it like flies up to him on the water and like stops and like lands on the boat to take a break as it's flying across the lake and it's like ah what a beautiful day, right? We have this beautiful lake and the sun is shining. You have, like, honestly the best view. Like, this is, you must be so lucky to be where you are right now because this is just the best day. Um, And the beetle's like, this is not the best day. I am a prisoner, okay? I have been imprisoned. Wrongfully (laughs)
0: imprisoned.
1: And he's like, so no, it's not a beautiful day for me. Um, (laughs) And the fly is like, okay, well, I'm not a, Prisoner, and then it flies away. <laughs> um, and Honestly, great. Yeah. Um, and so then the, the beetle is left alone on this ship, and he uh, has this truly insane monologue, which okay. I will read for you now. Do it. Well, now I know the world, said the beetle to himself. It is a terrible world. I am the only honest person in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> First, they refuse me my golden shoes. Then I have to lie on wet linen and to stand in the draft. And to top it all off, they fasten a wife upon me. (laughs) Then, then, when I've taken a quick step out into the world, found out how one can have it there, and how I wish to have it, one of those human boys comes up and ties me up, leaves me to the mercy of the wild waves, (laughs) while the emperor's favorite horse prances about proudly in golden shoes. That is what annoys me more than than all. Oh my god, just jealousy of the horse? (laughs) But one must not look for sympathy in this world. My career has been very interesting, but what's the use of that if nobody knows it? Uh Uh-oh. The world does not deserve to be made acquainted with my history, for it ought to have given me golden shoes. When the emperor's horse was shod, and I stretched out my feet to be shod too, (laughs) if I had received golden shoes, I should have become an ornament to the stable. Now the stable has lost me and the world has lost me. It is all over. Where He's like... You know what? It is... They do not deserve... Yeah. What I am... I have this crazy story of everything that happens and, like, nobody to tell it to because nobody pays attention to me and, like, I was... denied my birthright of Golden Shoes. Oh, my God. So, my honestly, birthright. fuck those people, and they do not deserve my energy. Um, I'm vibrating on a higher... Frequency? ...plane than they are yeah. right now. So, uh, and I don't need uh, I don't need that kind of toxic energy in my Sing life. Sing it, girl. <laughs> so, he's just stuck on his boat in the middle of a lake, and he's just bitching. <laughs> God, his beetle sucks so bad. As he's pouting and throwing a tantrum... A boat rows up and it's full of young women. And the young women see this little boat and they're like, oh, a shoe <laughs> in the middle of the lake. <laughs> That's weird. Um, and so they row up to it and they're like, oh my God, someone stuck a beetle on this shoe. Aww. That's so sad. And so they, they bring the shoe onto their this little boat. me and you. Yeah. And one of the girls takes out a tiny pair of so scissors Aww. Which I am picture, like, little embroidery snips. Yeah. Uh, she takes out a tiny pair of scissors, and she very, very carefully cuts the beetle off of the mast without hurting any of his little legs or anything. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, thank you. Finally, some fucking decency. <laughs> um, And so she, like, holds him in her hands, and the girls row back to shore, and they put him on the shore. And the girl who's holding him says, um... <laughs> he says, like... Fly away. Like, you're free. Uh, Liberty is a splendid thing. Go, be free. And he's like, oh, my God, thank you. You're amazing. Thank you, queen. (laughs) (laughs) And so the beetle flies up, and he's exhausted from bitching.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's had a hard day of being the worst.
1: Yeah. So he flies up, and he flies through a different window. And as he flies through the window, he's just overcome with exhaustion. Mm -hmm. And he falls. Um, And he lands... In a bunch of hair. Oh. And he realizes that he's landed smack on the emperor's horse's mane. Oh. And so he grabs onto the mane and he hangs out there for a little while to catch his breath. Then he says, basically, he's like, here I am sitting on the emperor's horse. I'm, it's like I'm basically the emperor. <laughs> oh. He's riding the emperor's like He's not wrong. Yeah, he's like, this is where the emperor sits. This is his horse. And I'm riding the horse, which means that I'm... Better than the horse. Honestly, probably better than the emperor. I might <laughs> be the emperor now. Um, Honestly. And it's beautiful. been like, you, you just gotta stay on that grind. uh <laughs> Grind mentality.
0: It's about drive. So, it's about power.
1: <laughs> he says like, and then he's like, you know what? I am worthy of this. I am super worthy. And then he remembers that the smith was like, you have to understand why this horse gets golden shoes and you don't. And he's like, Oh my god, I understand now. I understand why the horse got golden shoes. Because the horse was destined to be ridden by me. Oh my god. Like they had to give him golden shoes so that he would be good enough for me. I understand. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. And it says, uh, and now the beetle was in a good temper again traveling expands the mind rarely Uh, where he's like, it's, it's so rare and amazing to be able to travel. Like I'm really just so blessed. And like the world is so much bigger than people think. And it really puts things in perspective. He like, he has like an eat, pray, love thing where he's like, Oh my God. He's like, wow. I just, you know, it's so different when you're out there in the world, you know, and it's amazing. And it really, you know, it really, it's, it's really like, it's amazing to feel like you're a part of something bigger, you know? And then he says, The world is not so bad, upon the whole, said the beetle, but one must know how to take things as they come. He's like, that's not what happened. You just have to, you know, you have to know how to roll with the punches, you know, go with the flow. And you just have to be, like, you just have to understand that, like, you know, (laughs) this life that we've been given is so amazing, and the (laughs) world is beautiful and blessed. Just blessings. All blessings. Good vibes only. (laughs) And that's the end.
0: And that's the fucking... Beatle, I hate that bug. Have you ever read a fairy tale from the perspective of the villain? Like, rarely. he's the villain. Like, He's I, the worst of everyone hates him. <laughs> the whole time I was like, I've never heard a story where we are forced to follow the most unlikable character and he doesn't <laughs> learn a lesson. It's no. just him having the worst day and justifying it in his mind. That's weirdly brilliant. I know. I absolutely love it. I... Like you want to follow the hero. Also, like Hans Christian Andersen wrote the Little Mermaid and the Ugly Duckling. Duck, duck, duckling. It's like the um, the heroes who are overcoming the little guys who can do yeah. anything. And now here's a little guy who's just the worst. He's just <laughs> maybe the he worst. was shit on for a reason. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: just the worst. I also love specifically that it's a dung beetle. Yeah. Who's, like, who's, like, um, this is good, but it's not shit. So, <laughs> I I really love that of someone being, like, super proud of, like, shit. Yeah. Where it's, like, um, actually, uh, I don't have a job. <laughs> um... <laughs> I really ran into this It's all like day. that's not a
0: brag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I Aww. just
1: he's and he's like such a specific kind of person that I feel like, especially when you're we know this person. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows this person. Everyone knows a half dozen or more of this person who's like, you know, I just you know, anytime that any like anytime that anything goes wrong, they're like, I can't believe the fucking injustice that has been brought upon me by the fucking liars and traitors of this world. I, you know, you can't trust anyone these days everyone's a fucking snake and then as soon as things are good again they're like oh my god I just feel so blessed it's and you know an I've been working really hard towards this moment and I just really feel like it paid off you know and it's just you gotta stay on that grind and believe in yourself and you know cut out the toxic influences in your life and you just gotta vibrate higher you know what I mean and it's like I hate you <laughs> also you're awful you're hearing- awful
0: Hearing about how he was a terrible house guest, like getting to hear from Charles Dickens, who yeah. we do, I do consider a reliable narrator, right? Like, yeah. there's like a weird thing where you hear about famous people and you're like, well, if he's saying this from an outsider's perspective, I weirdly trust him, which has nothing to do with Charles Dickens as a person at all, right? Yeah. But I do trust Charles Dickens when he says that this guy was the worst house guest ever. You know, like, there's a mm-hmm. thing, especially somebody who extended their stay to five weeks. Yeah. You know, this is. So, like, It sounds like he was the dung beetle and he wrote about himself, doesn't it? Like, how entitled and how he thinks everyone's against him and how he's throwing tantrums on the lawn and how this should have been better for him. And I get that he had a hard life, Mm -hmm. but also now I'm starting to go back and I'm wondering, like, did he say he had a hard life? Like, Like, how many of those stories were, like, from him saying, like, this person was really mean to me?
1: Yeah. I do... I also think, though, that, like being in the circles that he was in and especially being being that kind of person means I think that you attract that kind of person also. Probably. So it also I feel like I don't know that it's as I don't know that he was especially <laughs> self aware. <laughs> yeah. But I I also feel like it's like it's like you know those couples that always have like super messy breakups like on Facebook super yeah. publicly, and then they get back together and they're like, oh my god, love you forever. Hashtag and it's left. like we all
0: saw that. It's like um, you, I know a girl who exactly does That she has four kids with this man, but every time she has a kid, he cheats on her every time. Yep, yeah, and I know it's messy. Exactly and the same story. I know a different person with exactly the same story, mm-hmm.
1: which like. I, that, that's their business, but I would prefer if I didn't not, have
0: to hear. It's that. not their business it's, when they're posting that shit on Facebook for like 600 people that they are friends with. Yeah. It's not your business anymore. It's everybody's business.
1: Yeah. So I feel like it might be kind of like that where he's like, look at this like sloppy bitch who doesn't know how <laughs> to, you know, just is like ev- everything is everyone else's problem and everything like that. And, um, you know, all that stuff. And I think that it it is Either ironic or
0: very clever. That also, also though, he is, like... <laughs> but also, he is the worst. Yeah, uh, I love it. would be funny if this was a story he had written already? He brought it to Charles Dickens, and Charles Dickens was like, Hey, do you mind if I do some edits? And it's a story of, like, a really adventurous, like, little beetle who's doing his <laughs> best. Everyone loves it. And Charles Dickens is like, let me just really quickly edit this for you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Hans Christian Andersen is like, This adventurous sweet little beetle is me.
0: I love yeah, him. And he's like, And it then Carol Dickens is like, Uh huh. <laughs> I definitely really think that this is more you. Yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. I love that.
1: I know. I absolutely also, fucking love that. It's weird that
0: you did a Hans Christian Andersen and I did a Grimm's fairy tale again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not that weird. I think
0: it's kind of fun that <laughs> like we didn't plan it, but it's yeah. kind of nice.
1: Yeah, I I just really love this story. I also especially really love like the description of the earwigs with their little And little, little love pincers the earwig moms. like yeah. yeah oh the god, best. I love them so much. And like the little ladybugs with their like just
0: yeah, the earwigs specifically though seem so like grounded. Yeah, they have sons, they have families, they have backstories, they have jobs. Like we know where yeah. they're at. Whereas like the frogs are just there. I also wrote down a couple of things that I love. Um, but this is almost as good as swimming in a wet ditch. Is going to be my favorite thing. And then I put three stars <laughs> next to it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Love it, <laughs> guys. Go to our Instagram and follow us. Sort of the story. All one word. Yeah, I'll post pictures of my beetles. And please rate and review this. Honestly, it'll make us really happy. hmm And it'll... Uh... Also,
1: leave us messages on Instagram.
0: Yeah. Hang out. Come what are you doing? Just go hang
1: out. Yeah. Come hang out with us. You either have to come hang out with us or watch New Girl.
0: <laughs> okay, go watch New Girl. <laughs> yeah. It's almost as good as swimming in a wet ditch. <laughs> all right, guys. We will talk to you next week. Hi. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to, to sort of the, the story. story. We're not planning this. Although it's weirdly loud. Let's fix it. <laughs> uh, hi guys. How's it going? We
1: can't answer. It's a podcast. That's <laughs> hey, not how it you works. You know
0: what? Uh, how was your week? My my week? No. Oh, I'm not talking oh, to are we you. I <laughs> <laughs> say backpack. (laughs) Classic Dora. Yeah. How was your week? My week was great, too. Wow. (laughs) Um, Sounds like you need to do something more interesting with your time.